Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Hey, Bob, you got to remember to turn the mic on. 134 in Edmonton. Gordon Lightfoot turning 83 years of age. We are going to conclude today's show with my second favorite Gordon Lightfoot song of all time. If you could read my mind. Bob Stoffer with you along with Brendan Escott. That's a live edit on the fly. Royal Pizza, Pizza Pasta, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for over 50 years. For a menu and a list of their 14 Edmonton area locations, go online at royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. Stop for recommendation, Mediterranean chicken. We open with the legend of the Edmund Fitzgerald again. We're going to uh, shut her down with, if you could read my mind. John Shannon, we're going to pay you right now. For legacy heating and cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy. Legacy heating and cooling. If you could read my mind, what do you think we're going to start with on today's show? The order's coming off the heels of a 5-2 loss and a two in Winnipeg and a 2-3 and three road trip. Where do you think we're going to start? Goaltending. It seems to be a focus for the fan. Like, they're 11-4 and four and they've only had Mike Smith start three games all year. I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. What about you? Well, uh, listen, uh, if you if you look at what happened in the 56-game schedule and Mike didn't start until, what was that, game eight or nine in Ottawa, Bob? Um, you, you know, I mean, as, if, if Mike is healthy, then that's a positive. And, and let's face it, Miko did not have a great night last night. Uh, but at the same time, uh, you better reward him a little bit and, and thank him for what he's done uh, in filling in for Mike Smith. So uh, goaltending is one of those things like quarterbacking in football. If, if you throw 27 consecutive completions and then you throw two bad ones, people are going to be all over you. So Miko Koskinen has done a good job for this organization, getting them to 11-4. and four. 
Um, and that was a that was a strange long road trip. It, it felt so? long to me. How well, so? It, it, it felt long to me. I mean, the, the cities they went to, how they ended, you know, and, and with travel across the borders, it's not. I don't have to tell you, it's not as simple as it used to be. No. And it's always complex anyway when you go to when you when you cross uh, you, you cross back into Canada. So I, I just felt that um, when when they got out of St. Louis. Winnipeg's been sitting at home for seven consecutive games. This was a trap game for them. And you know, the, 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 the fact that the Jets were ready and the Oilers weren't uh, was not a surprise to me. Yeah. Uh, and we referenced it earlier in the show, and we don't often do that, but you know, I had the chance to uh, have a quick conversation with Wayne Gretzky today, and he just said, no, you mentioned that I said this to you. Bob, at the end of those road trips, when it's the last game and you've been on the road out east for a week, it's hard to conclude that road. That's Absolutely. a hard game. And he said, everybody always used to freak out about us in Boston, and invariably we often played those guys in one of those type of games, and everybody, ah, they're not as good as Boston. And then, you know, you get to the Stanley Cup final, and Boston's never beaten Edmonton in a home game in the two Stanley Cup finals because it was an equal playing ground for those two teams. And and I will tell you, like, it was an odd, like, John, it was an odd trip. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, they go into yeah. Detroit. Uh, I, I think they were surprised at the quickness and pace of Detroit. Didn't play well, got into the game. And and Skinner gave away a tough... Skinner played well, but tough third goal against. That was ultimately the difference in the game. Came back against Boston. Then, you know, Buffalo sat back and didn't even try to forecheck. They played a 1-1-3, John. Not a 1-2-2, mm-hmm. a 1-1-3. And then against St. Louis, St. Louis was bringing it. And Winnipeg brought it. You know what I mean? Like those teams, they pre- they played a puck pressure game. Very unique trip in terms of length and also stylistically. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like different. Well, when you consider when you consider too that um, you know Detroit, Buffalo, Boston, St. Louis hadn't seen for how long? Yeah. Uh, you know there wasn't as if that they, well yeah we played them late in the season last year. I haven't played them. Uh, you haven't played them at all. Uh, for a long period of time, so I, I, particularly the Eastern Conference teams. So for me, that I, I you know, the, the, had it, had it been a three three win two loss road trip, people would have said, yeah, that's what should happen. The fact that it's a two and three, I I'm not losing too much sleep over it at this point. It's the Buffalo game. That was the one. You win that game, you find a way to win. We're having a different conference. And I, yeah, that's funny. I was joking with Kenny on Monday night. Uh, after his induction into the hall, and we got talking about things, and I said to him, I said, listen, is there any chance you can score first? Because I, I do think that there's something mental about uh, about that, scoring first, getting a lead. This team has so much uh, offense that they can come from behind, and every, but every once in a while it's going to catch you. And last night was that night when there was just you, no chance of coming from behind. You, and you know what? Like You could see it. Like, they had it locked. Like, they're they're better than they were. The Jets are, first of all, the Jets, agree or disagree, top five goaltender in the league? Uh, yeah, he, I, he, he's a top goaltender, uh, and he'll be at the Olympics for the Americans. Okay. Uh, way better defense than they had last year in the playoffs. Agree? Way better. Way better. This That's the difference in the team. Yeah. Uh, that's the difference of the team and the fact that Pierre-Luc Dubois is playing w- the way they expected Pierre-Luc Dubois to play. All right. Um, and he's, his play is compensated for inferior starts by Shifley and Wheeler. All right. So we've, we're getting people, ah, Stoffer, you and Shannon are sticking up for your cronies. They are 11-4 and four here. 
Let's just establish. Like I, yeah. They got Drysettle, who's supersonic gin and tonic right now. He's just off the charts. I'm not even sure Connor's had a hot stretch. I mean that. He's got a 15-game point streak. He hasn't blown up a game where he's had four or five. You know what I mean? Like, it's coming. It's You know it's going to happen. No, but the Ranger game at home, um, yes. you know, fueled a lot of look at what Connor can do, and he did it at the right time. It, it, I'm not as concerned with McDavid as uh, about volume as I am when he does it, um, because you know he's going to get the points all the time. It's it's when he does it. Can he can he be the difference maker in one of those tight games and pull this team uh, out of yep. a funk? And uh, I think we've seen so far that he can do that for most, for the most part. But uh, you know, I, that, that's where you. I mean, there aren't many towns where a team is eleven and four, and and the team is getting questioned. All right, to be honest. All right, so we'll get to we'll circle back to McDavid a little bit later in the conversation. John Shannon, our NHL insider, with us. Uh, are you concerned? Uh, are you concerned at all about Mike Smith? What are you hearing on that front and goal? I, I honestly, uh, uh, Reed asked me this uh, the other day too. I have not heard much about it other than it's just a nagging injury and I, I, I wonder even was was Skinner strong enough on the road trip uh, particularly in Detroit uh, for them to, to say Mike hey go home we have enough confidence in, in Skinner to do what he we need with him and give uh, Koskinen some relief you go home and get well and just get well yeah. and and let's face it guys at his age don't heal as quickly as guys 10 years younger than he does okay uh, it's pretty. I mean, Dave Tippett didn't even play Perlini and Turris. Those guys aren't typical fourth line players. Uh, when you spoke to, Cam- I mean, surely there's going to be some opportunity at some point to maybe add a, a different winger that's got some penalty killing background that can maybe help them out. Especially given yeah. the fact no Josh Archibald, and I'm not sure you can count. Uh, like I, I think everybody'd like to see Josh get back in the lineup, but we're, that's a tricky thing we're dealing with with myocarditis. What's your take on needing to upgrade the bottom six? Uh, well, I'm only thinking about the bottom three. I'm only thinking of the fourth line because I still like uh, I like the if Zach gets healthy again. Yep. Um, you know, I, I Fogle, Ryan, and Cassian to me is more than enough as as your number three line. And you know, I I think Warren Fogle for the most part has opened a lot of eyes how good he can be uh, and how big he is. Quite frankly. Yeah. Um, so so I, I I'm not even concerned about that. To me, it's what you're, what are you doing with your what are you doing with your fourth line or your 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 extra line there? Um, you know, the, the, I think for me, uh, I've I've seen Brendan Perlini play since he was 15 years old. Uh, you, you can see it in there somehow, and I, I think that you know that's where a guy like Dave Tippett, who no, he, I think Dave Tippett can see what Perlini has in there, and then when he gets on the ice at this point, he's just not able to translate it. Is there going to be a breakthrough? You know, I, I think that the people in Arizona waited for the breakthrough. People in Chicago waited for the breakthrough. Um, you know, will there be a breakthrough for Brendan Perlini? Because, you know, he's running close to the end here. But this is a guy with size. He has some. He has a bit of speed. He can shoot. He can shoot the puck. I mean, my goodness gracious, Bob. I, you know, I mean, if if, if you had Brendan Perlini's body, you, you might be a four million dollar hockey player. You know, I mean, that's uh, that's three and a half maybe. Um, you know, I mean, that's that's what I think frustrating about a guy like uh, Brendan Perlini. Yeah. 
Well, and, and unfortunately for him, he's got a really with his skill set. Maybe some might say the same of Turris, and maybe it's just past that at this stage or past that with this team. Those guys got to be top nine guys, and they're not top nine like they're scorers. But, but they have. But you know what? I think the onus is on them to get used to that. Yeah, oh, fair I enough. I really do. I mean, I think they have to adapt. Yeah. I think they have to adapt to if they want to stay in the National Hockey League. They have to learn how to adapt. They, you know, this is this becomes the mental side of the game for them. You know, you're, you're, okay, Brendan, you're going to get in. You're going to play 11 minutes. You know, and and you're going to be put in certain roles at certain places on the ice. You, if you want to stay in this league, then you better adapt. Yeah. All right. Uh, speaking of adapting. Because you've got as plugged in as sources with the league as there is. Uh, there was a lot of discourse over the last week uh, about some stuff involving. Here we go again with Connor McDavid. Uh, you know, uh, John Tortorella made a comment. Uh, and, and again, we want people to speak and have their opinion. He said the Oilers are never going to win this. Uh, McDavid's not going to win this way, uh, which I found ironic given that McDavid dominated towards Columbus Blue Jackets for the last three years that the teams went head-to-head against one another. Uh, he also said that Connor needs to be quiet. I, I just want to stop. Like, do you recall Connor being an overly verbose player on the ice with the officials, John Shannon? No. No, in fact, I, I, I remember being on television with you, Bob, saying, I'd like to hear more from Connor. Yeah. I'd like, I'd like you know, um, that, that guest that was the walk-on today, um, you know, didn't let anything get by him. Uh, if he was unhappy with the officials, the officials heard about it right away. Uh, that, w- that was one of Wayne's strengths, was his ability to be in the moment. Yep. You know, uh, and, and so I, I want to see more, particularly on, on the ice from Connor, as long as he doesn't lose his focus on the game. And that was the one thing that Wayne could always do. Even as mad as he was, he never lost focus on the game and it didn't disrupt what he did on the ice. And if Connor can do that, then I want, I want McDavid to, to, to be a, a much more vociferous on the ice. I, I, I'll be honest, I can't remember really t- too many instances this year, last year, uh, where Connor was complaining about right. uh, officiating to the media. So I, I think that that's, I don't know where that came from. Uh, I don't think it's fair. I do think what John Tortorella is talking about is the difference between regular season hockey and playoff hockey. And I think that we all are in agreement that, the, you know, the, and it's the same conversation we have here in Toronto uh, with this hockey team is that they're going to have to learn how to play playoff hockey at a certain point, and Connor's going to have to be able to adapt that way, and he's going to have to learn that, and perhaps he's learned it already. All right. And so now we're seeing, seeing the residue of an 82-game schedule. All right. That said, can you foresee a scenario over the next couple of years where the NHL does follow suit to the NFL, where, I mean, you watch the Pittsburgh Steelers in the 70s, they just abused receivers. There are two cornerbacks just absolutely, you know, we're all over them. And, ter- you know, quarterbacks used to get hit late all the time, and now quarterbacks don't get hit. I mean, look at Troy Aikman with Dallas and the concussions that ended his career because he got pulverized into the ground after every pass, and now you can't do that anymore. In the NBA, the Stars, they don't get called for traveling. Can you force? Are, is there going to be fair enough? The owners might have to listen, and Connor might have to learn a little bit more how to play playoff hockey. But could you foresee a scenario where there will be more calls because we're headed to that direction because what's evolved in other sports? Or do you not think that's going to take place at all? I don't see it happening, Bob. 
Okay. Uh, I, I don't see it happening. What we what we see every once in a while, and we we've we witnessed it this year, is that uh, they're going to be a little more focused on cross checks. I think we've seen, you know, as the season is what 15 games into it for the most teams, uh, I've seen we every once in a while we notice there's a cross check call as a penalty, and you say, oh, that's the that's the, uh, the they're they're trying to enforce the new rule. Um, I think they're trying to set it up so that players don't abuse the system when it comes to the playoffs. So there isn't that multiple cross check in the corner, and and the referee says keep playing. But I, I don't. I think I think people like the way the game has played right now, um, and, and I think that. Uh, I mean, you you and I have talked about this incessantly. Connor's biggest issue is that he's so good and truthfully so strong, he can fight through lots of stuff, and it doesn't look like a penalty. And I think when you when you're able only to watch it once, the officials every once in a while say, "Oh, that's okay, wasn't a penalty." There are times, and and we get to see it multiple times, and you say that well, that was a penalty. So that's the that's to me that's the only difference. And he's so fast and so strong that that the people do try. Let's face it, try to tackle him, and they can't, even though it should be a penalty, and the referee doesn't really see it that way. What do you think of Ron Hainsey, who uh, last time I he's working for the NHLPA, right? Uh, he was. Yeah. He was, yeah. Mm. I like Ron Hainsey. Why? I was just wondering. He's a good, Ron Hainsey, I tell you what, the one thing he, here is his time in Toronto and his time in Ottawa, he, he became a really good stalwart leader and became a, you know, a, a, somebody that, that, that teammates could lean on at times on and off the ice. All right. Good stuff, John. Uh, much appreciated. We'll talk on Monday. Okay. By the way, Gordon Lightfoot's uh, reopening uh, Massey Hall, uh, the renovated Massey Hall here in Toronto next week. So that's why everybody's even more excited after the birthday today. Yeah, no kidding. 83 years of age. Uh, awesome stuff. That is John Shannon from uh, uh, joining us, our NHL insider for Legacy Heating and Cooling. Uh, by the way, uh, Ron Hainsey joined the NHL uh, PA on April the 1st of this year. Um, Hainsey uh, will serve as the assistant to the executive director for special projects and development initiatives could become an important guy in terms of the as a conduit in the relationship between the players and the league and where it's headed brendan do we have time to take a one minute hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Time out, or do you want me just to marry everything together? You tell me. No, let's take a break here. All right, it's 151. You're listening to Oilers now. Hi, this is Mike Smith from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chet. 
Edmonton Oilers and the Winnipeg Jets tomorrow. Speaking of tomorrow, Kevin Weeks from the NHL Network and ESPN for Canadian Power Pack. Alberta's leader in electrical prefabrication and service electrical prefabrication and solar. For GCL Diesel, Sportsnet color analyst Louis DeBrusque will join us on the Thursday edition of Oilers Now. And from The Athletic in Winnipeg, one of their best young writers, Marette Atesh, uh, will uh, hop on as well. Tell us a little about the Winnipeg story. Into this day in Oilers history, which is sponsored all year long by our friends at New West Travel. Looking forward to uh, having our New West launch event tonight for the Seattle trip, and we'll be launching something in the next couple of weeks, at, uh, a place that a lot of Edmontonians want to go to with a real unique experience coming up. So uh, just a bit of a tease. Brendan Escott's got this day in Oilers history. Back in 1953, former Oiler Blair McDonald is born in Cornwall, Ontario. McDonald drafted 30th overall by the WHA's Oilers. Played seven total seasons here in town, including uh, 79 to 81, when he helped usher in his young linemate Wayne Gretzky to the NHL. He even represented the team at uh, the 1980 All Star Game. He totaled a career best 46 goals with Gretzky that year. Glad to say they're uttering the uh, legendary line: "A fire hydrant could score." 40 goals playing with Wayne Gretzky. Again, it is Gordon Lightfoot's birthday today. Love it. Special thanks to all of you that participated in today's interactive elements of the show, even those of you that criticized me and even those of you that used perhaps words that you probably wouldn't say most of the time. Love it. Thanks for joining us in Oilers Now. Up next, the global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, followed by Rob Breckenridge from 2 to 3. Jalen Nye's got 6.30 chat afternoons. Reed Wilkins tonight inside sports. Craig McTavish, Golden Bears captain Clayton Kirchenko, and Brendan Escott will be joining Reed tonight. Have a wonderful Wednesday, everybody. Back from Rogers Place tomorrow, Oilers and Jets. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon. On Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.